Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Top of the morning to ya. This is the Metal Hammer of Doom, and I am your host, the mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. And we are celebrating St. Patrick's Day in the only way that we know how, by reviewing on the year of its 30th anniversary, House of Pain self-titled album, House of Pain, Fine Moth Lyrics which debuted July 21st, 1992, and was recorded between November of 91 and May of 1992. Um, If you don't know anything about House of Pain, you know their big hit single from around that time, Jump Around. And boy, are we ready to do that tonight. We are going to put on our shit kickers and kick some shit. We're about to drop bombs on your mom. I am not alone here to celebrate with me. He's shined up his shillelagh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jesse Starger. How do you do, sir? Mark, you know I, I kicks the flavor like Stephen King writes horror. Oh. But, you know, if I, but if you knew, I, if I was a Jew, I'd light a menorah. I've got rhymes right. for you. oh my goodness you know one thing that i remember with this album is the fact that when i bought it i don't think i could find the explicit version anywhere Mm -hmm. so every place that i or every i guess every song that i listened to over and over and over had some kind of you know what 90s censoring sounded like Mm -hmm. so can you believe that a lot of what I was hearing was put on your ish kickers and kick some ish. Yeah. That's what I heard over and over. And you're like, what That's does this have to do with Ishtar? Song. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> put on your ish tickers and ish some Ishtar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Something else, man. Something else. But I think this might be the first time I actually listened to the uncensored album. Mm-hmm. So this will be fun to talk about tonight, man. House of Pain consisted of Everlast, who went on to do his own solo thing, DJ Lethal, who went on to do Limp Bizkit, and Danny Boy, who went back to his home planet. Um, DJ Lethal, who (laughs) brought it on. He did. We are not alone, however, here to celebrate with us. He was just a wee baby. He's a little baby. Oh, just just rolling around the house, putting things in his mouth. But (laughs) But if he could, he would have put on his shit kickers to kick some shit. Ladies and gentlemen... The Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. Salutations. He who breaks the law, Robert Cooper, you know where they go. They go back to the House of Pain. You know, fortunately, as a child, I uh, I actually put on my shit diapers. It <laughs> <laughs> smeared some, some poo? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, I... <laughs> I just took a giant shit everywhere as a child, and fortunately, that is a skill that uh, I have since perfected as an adult. And that, Stink- and now that skill pays the bills. Oh boy, does it! I, cro- <laughs> I mean, let's just say I'm crop dusting like more than fucking Farmer Brown. So, uh, 1992, May, uh, July twenty first, 1992, is the summer between 10th grade and 11th grade for me when I was in high school. Uh, what I remember most about this album around that time was it was every party, every school dance, every Sweet 16 that I went to in uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, you could not get away from this song, from from this song, this album. 
I want to say around the same time was also Cypress Hill, and so there was a lot of um, how I could just kill a man and hand on the pump. I, I have to go back and look, but I feel like Hello Nasty might have been around this time, too, by the Beastie Boys, so there was like a lot of intergalactic... No, um, you know what it was? It was probably Sabotage by the, uh, by the Beastie Boys. Ooh, I don't uh, know, man. That sabotage feels like it came out in like '96 or something like that. I have to look that up. I yeah, will look I, it up. I'm going to look it up now. Like what album I'm thinking of that was around the same time? But like there was a lot of like just as you know, hip hop was absolutely growing in the mid '90s. There was this. There was a mainstream element of hip hop that uh, white people embraced wholeheartedly, like religious oh, yeah. zealots, and this and House of Pain was part of that. Um, but you know, you—I I was joking around with you, um, Robert Cooper. What's your relationship to this album, this band? Like, how did you come to it? How much of it have you listened to? Uh, I've listened to Jump Around in its entirety uh, twice mm-hmm. for this album. I mean, otherwise, yeah, it was insert music for "I Love the '90s" right. or for some VH1 countdown or something, or I'd hear parts of it on the radio. Uh, but I mean, really it was nothing, you know, it was, it was nothing really to write home about for me. It's always been kind of a background song that I hear right. that's playing that, you know, I enjoy, but overall it's, it's usually just, it, it's there. And I will say listening to this album in full does help me, uh, kind of understand why this band was important. Okay. So two uh, in the overall, uh, Overall, a honky sphere of white rappers. Indeed. Okay. Spe- speaking of honky sphere, the album I was thinking of was actually Check Your Head, uh, Jesse. Okay. And that came yeah. out April 21st yeah. of 1992. This is the 30th anniversary of the Beastie Boys Check Your Head. And so the, th- the song that I was thinking about that I used to hear everywhere was probably So What You Want, which, by the way, I had that in my head this morning as I was going to work. And you could just see my, my, my old fat ass just, you know, with my lunch in my hand, just like dance walking to my car to So What You Want in my head. I'm sure somebody who looked out their window was like, why is he having some sort of a palsy stroke? I don't understand oh. what's going on. But I Somebody was, walks man. up to the desk at work, and I'm I'm certain that you were probably like, so what you want? So what, what you what you what you, you, what what you, you want? want? I want you to Baker Act this person. Why are you stuttering? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're not that much younger than me, Jesse. You're only within like a year or two. Uh, tell me about your relationship to the House of Pain. Yeah, man, I, I, this is the glory days of like MTV uh, at my household. You know, we had cable, and we were able to watch MTV, and I'm uh, there was. Yo MTV Raps, I don't know if that I'm, I'm pretty certain that it started by this time This is 92 mm-hmm. um, And there was, you know House of Pain was getting some radio play This is a very, very popular song And yeah, you're right, white boy culture Embraced this arms wide open We finally With get some arms wide open Sing it <laughs> um, Yeah, and it was Played a lot at my house It was I in I got this album. I think this was a Columbia house special. Um, and I ended up getting, because I bought this album, I ended up getting the next one, which was the, Oh, I had it right here in front of me. What was it called? Um, same as it ever was. Mm -hmm. And didn't hit as, didn't hit as well. Uh, we'll just put it that way. (laughs) I don't think they ever achieved the heights they did, um, with, as they did with fine malt Eric's, but, uh, I just want to read a couple of things. From the wiki here, Rolling Stone says, With a groovy swagger, this collection of hardcore hip-hop tracks offers many moments of technicolor snap and crackle, and also titled House of Pain. Q 
Magazine says their music is of the dense, hard-hitting school of hip-hop. The group have absorbed black rap's musical lessons and create a satisfying platform from their above-average deliveries. When we did the Metal Hammer of Dream Extra, that's actually something I thought about, how like House of Pain perfected looking tough and swaying your shoulders in front of a camera. Like, that is all over that video and over is. and over and over. And <laughs> yeah, over. just keep moving the camera, keep look, keep sneering and swiveling those those hips. Um, right. The source says a very solid and times exceptional album. Imagine if Licensed Ill wasn't an upper middle class Jewish thing, but rather a working class Irish thing. And Jesse, you asked before, like, why is Jump Around so resonant with the masses? This is why. This says it better than I ever could. The atmosphere is like that of a cross between a frat party and a ballroom brawl. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I cannot disagree. There's yeah. no way I could disagree with that. Absolutely. Um, maybe on the next break, I'll read some of the where this landed on the charts. But let's get started. We're, let's hear them horns. Yeah, let's go. Uh, so here we go. We're going to play. Uh, I cut the commercials out of this, but well, I'm, I'm going to play Salutations because it really does set the tone for this album um so we're gonna hear salutations jump around and put your head out put 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 your head out Put your head out, put your head out, jump up, spread out. I'll put your head out. 
I'll put your head out, Jesse Starcher. I'll put your head out. Uh, wow. All right, so we got the, these first three tracks that we just hit, th- we get through. Salutations, obviously, not that big of a deal. We're just welcome you in yeah, to just, the House of Pain just that way. screaming, this is the House of Pain. Right. And then we provide the poor extra hot lava all over your face with jump around. And oh, my God. Like I was... Just jump up and punch the guy next to you and keep on going. Just don't even skip around, do a circle pit, and just keep punching, baby. Right, right. Now, this this leads kind of into the next point, and this supports what you said earlier. But you talk about aggression. That mm-hmm. is all this album is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a point in which any of these songs where he's saying, I'm just a nice guy. Come on over and hang out. No, he's uh, ready. Let's, let's... He is ready to fuck <laughs> you up. And if you didn't know, now you know. He's talking. Right. He's like, I, so I want to I want to get Robert Cooper in on this real quick. But I played this for my kids. Like I, I, I was bumping it in the car, taking them to, to taking them to the car riders line at school because I'm that parent. Um, <laughs> normally, I don't bring them to school, but I had to do it on Tuesday because uh, my wife stayed home. And I, uh, and so I had to take them through. So normally they go through the back of the school, you know, where the teachers walk in. But I had to take them to car ride through the car riders line. And yeah, I I was that parent just bumping House of Pain. And my son's like, I love, I love how like aggressive this album is. I don't always love everything that you're saying. I just love it. Has just this like tough guy aggressive feel to it. And my daughter's like, I agree. But the death glare she gave me at one point during one of these songs where Everlast is like, I'm at my sexual peak, ladies. And if she could have thrown herself out of the car, she would have. And I remember she said to me, she if she, she said to me later, she was like, "Can I just ask one question?" She's like, "It's I, I like the beats, I like the music to House of Pain, and he's got cool voices, but does he always have to talk about beating the crap out of people?" And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> that, that is how you prove your masculinity, you see, by spreading your seed, smoking some weed, and uh, beating a guy like he's a half dead steed. No. Oh, oh, oh look at you. <laughs> Talk about got rhymes. So, uh, yeah, I Salutations, is like I said, it just sets the tone of the album, you know, and they're really letting you know who they are and what they're all about. They're the House of Pain. Jump around, you know, it's, it's, it's that mix that we were talking about of, like, a bar fight and a frat party that's so perfect. That is just, like, you just want people to, you know, to get drunk and jump around and have fun and act like gorillas. That's the song to do it. And I'll tell yeah. you, like, this is our, you know, I, can't, I think it's, I can't remember around what year Dr. Dre, Dre's The Chronic comes out and, like, redefines 1992, rap music. sir. Okay. 1992. My, Jesus Christ, 92 might be the best year in music ever. There is <laughs> a very good argument to be had. Actually, Holy I crap. Because isn't that also oh. Nevermind? No, Nevermind came out in 91, I believe. Okay. Okay. Um, ninety-two is my goodness. Hold on, I just had like all of the albums up there. Like DOS Effects is Dead Serious came out, which is one of my favorite albums. Uh, so <laughs> Ice Cube's The Predator gets released in ninety-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Um, let's see what else. Shows when did up um, here. Snoop Dogg's uh, debut album come out? Uh, it had to have been ninety-three. I don't see okay. it on this list. I'm uh, guaranteeing I'm there was here. probably something from Tupac and Biggie around this time. I'm looking through, man. I'm not seeing anything. Um, no. Oh, was that the... Uh, oh, 
Hold a lynch on, boys. mob. Gorillas Body in the count. mist. Body count came out then? 92? Yeah. Oh, oh shit, dude. I don't know if you know this or not, but body <laughs> counts in the house. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, there is a lot of great albums that hit in mm -hmm. this period of time. I'm telling you, man, there is there is a very good argument to be had about some of the so 91 we've seen the meme we've talked about it on here mm -hmm. we've seen that picture of all the albums that got released in 91 just in that short amount of time pearl jams 10 nirvana's Nevermind, right. uh sound garden's bad motor finger right um i think I mean, um what do you call it? Uh, wish from um smashing pumpkins uh countdown to extinction by megadeth song oh, 69 yes. by ministry uh was uh, the Utopia. black album 90 91 or 92 I thought it was ninety one. Okay. I think it is. I'm 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 want to double check that and make sure. Uh, Utopia banished by Napalm Death. Vulgar display of power by Pantera, um, which redefines metal. Rage um, Against the Machine self titled album. Yeah, Metallica. A, Metallica's Black Album released August twelfth, ninety one. This is such a crazy fucking like era for music. Just these like couple of years, man. It's yeah, pretty dude. goddamn amazing. Yeah. And, uh, Ooh, when sleeps you get Holy Mountain. Oh, and don't forget Dark Thrones Ablaze in the Northern Sky. <laughs> so anyway. I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to, I want to quick talk about, because like, like the, the low-hanging fruit is to talk about how great Jump Around is, but um, Put Your Head Out featuring Be Real of Cypress Hill is the dope jam. You know, like, uh, yeah. I because I here's the thing, like, forget about, like, your the mainstream... Uh, resonance of Jump Around like put your head out put your head out is like just captures the iconic rap sound of that era that like five year 90 to 95 period that you know that like a like low uh, aggressive tone of put your head out like that is oh my god it's so good I love Put Your Head Out. And Be Real just adds a fucking dope flavor to that song. What's interesting By the about way, this take a drink every time I say dope. Okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> this, actually, this actually ties back to House of Pain. Uh, or excuse me, House of Pain. House of Pain's Jump Around. Uh, and I want to read this to you real quick because this is interesting. I found this on irishcentral.com. All right. This was uh, an article that was written about uh, it was about a, a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. uh, so here we go. This is, I'm going to just read directly from this. It says, I'll tell you a little story that I don't tell many people. Cypress Hill's Sin Dog told Q-Ball of Medium in August of 2016. It says, Muggs gave us the music to jump around first for some reason. It was the only time in my life that I could not come up with a good idea to one of Muggs' songs. So I gave it back to him and told him to give it to Everlast. And boom. That was the last time I told myself I can't or I won't. <laughs> so Cypress Hill had all of it, all of how, well, basically all of Jump Around in front of them. They just had to come up with some stuff to, to go with it. And uh, they didn't. And it ends up becoming this huge hit for House of Pain. And then, of course, we get, you know, they, they definitely probably felt like they owe something to Cypress Hill. Let's get them. They're, they're, they're good pals. They're going to get them on the album. Um, so, yeah, be real here. You know, 
it's great to see him kind of show up and just like you said it kind of solidifies that 90s uh rap uh that rap feel for this album kind of puts them on the map too because cypress hill just like you said they they've been around in 91 they in 90 what when did we say the following album for cypress hills black sunday drops um if that dropped in 92 that couldn't have been it had to have been 90 93 right Um, I'm, i'm looking up there just the whole discography now so cypress hill um Black Sunday hits 93. Yeah, so yeah, so self-titled um hits 1991, skip a year, Black Sunday is 93 and of course we all know Black Sunday because of Insane in the Brain. Right, right. So oh, yeah, Insane yeah. in the Membrane. How could I forget? That's Dude, right, buddy. Can, can we just talk about fucking real quick Black Sunday? I want to get high. And oh, I do. Never heard it. <laughs> I ain't going out like that. Insane the brain when the Dude. shit. Oh, Jesse, when the shit goes down. You better when, be ready. Oh, when the shit goes down. Robert Cooper's like, why am I on this podcast? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I do, I do feel hour. like perhaps my expertise is uh, a little <laughs> lacking in this subject, considering uh, I was Dude. shitting my britches like, <laughs> Robert for Cooper's the like, entirety I'm a, of these years. Robert Cooper's like, I'm going to just let Jesse and Mark jerk each other off. I have nothing to offer to this conversation. <laughs> You know what? Without that, would you have known that a blaze in the northern sky by Dark Throne came out in 92 as well? No. Like, oh my god, Cypress Hill, Metallica, Tupac. Dark <laughs> Throne. Dark Throne. What? You're like, one of these Thank things is not like the other. Thank Which you I did for... say Napalm Death as well, so that's a, that at least brings a little more extreme metal in there. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you're here to contribute to it, Cooper. Uh, I'm here to bring the, uh, the the purity, of course. Yeah, um, the metal uh, to the metal hammer. Hey, dude, so so speak. So we so we've been just Jesse and I have just been just gushing, reminiscing, <laughs> reminiscing, gushing the whole fucking deal here. Uh, tell me what your thoughts on the on. I mean, there's, what is what? There's nothing really to say about salutations, but just quick speak on um, jump around and top of the, and um, put your head out, and then we'll move on. I mean, so, I mean, jump around, I can totally see. And what's very interesting is hearing it, because this is really the first time I'm hearing it with headphones. Uh, I don't know how I never, I never noticed that kind of repeating beat on a jump around the do, 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 do in the background. Mm -hmm. Like I never, I've never really heard that when listening to the song. So it's quite nice. Uh, You know, I find the lyrics overall very catchy. Uh, I will say that I do kind of get tired of the Irish stick, especially now that I know they're from fucking L.A., which I know you can be Irish and be from L.A. But this entire time, I'm like, ah, these fucking Boston guys don't shut the fuck up about Irish right. and that stuff. And then I find out they're from L.A. It makes me wonder if I've got a, a vanilla ice thing going on to where they're not actually fucking Irish. I would be pissed. I'd be really I'm sure they're fu- they have to be fucking Irish. Though, right? I hope so. There's no, dude, there's so many fucking Irish references in all these songs. I'm like, either they did their research, which boy, that would be something, wouldn't it? Like, hey, I've got a we're putting a band together. We're gonna be Irish, but we're you know, we're not really Irish. So what are we gonna do? Well, let's fucking reference shillelaghs and fucking potatoes. <laughs> all right. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Let's do this. And I'd be pissed if that's what they did. Okay, All so right. Everlast is actually born in New York. 
Okay. Okay. Oh, he just born on Long Island. Homie! Oh, Everlast is my dog, yo. Interesting. He converted from Catholicism to Islam in 96. A lot of Islam references in this album. Doubt that for a minute. Yeah, he. well, he. I say a lot. I know he's like, you know, piece to the... Actually, I think at the end of the album, he's running through, like, I did say that he's really aggressive through every song. That last album where he's, like, giving everybody his love, he's like, Mm -hmm. peace to Allah. And uh, so it seems like he's definitely working his way towards that, at least in 92. So I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. Um, He went to high school with Ice Cube? Uh, Oh, that's interesting. And Crazy D from NWA and the Posse. Let's see, so Danny Boy is originally from Brooklyn. All right. Okay, yeah, well, that's some think, East Coast, uh, though. Yeah, so they I, must have I, moved. They all moved. <laughs> yeah. They all, like, fucking I mean, abandoned New York. <laughs> They're like, get the fuck out of here. And then uh, DJ so, Lethal. Oh, he's he a Latvian American. Ooh. Okay. Dr. Doom. And he's originally from, uh, well, Latvia. <laughs> Nice. All right. That so Robert Cooper's like rant that they're not like authentically Irish or they're just too Irish to do and it drives him crazy could not be a better transition to the next three songs, which start with top of the morning to ya, Robert Cooper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that one definitely caught me. I was like, uh-huh. Uh. Um and then we got uh House and the Rising Sun and the uh Shamrocks and Shenanigans. She won't come. Just when you want it. You see, I'm Irish, but I'm not a leprechaun. You wanna fight, then step up and we'll get it on. You get a right to the grill, I'm right to the L, a descendant of Dublin with Titanic skill. I duck and I swing, next thing your jaw's broken. Punk, I ain't joking, you can bet you've been choking on a fistful of nothing. Meanwhile, I'll be puffing on a fat blunt. What punk, you don't know the hat. Trying to talk shit, man, please don't make me laugh. Irish eyes are smiling, I'm up while in the house of pain is pumping, start jumping, freak it, funk it, backseat trunk it, if you can't get with it, you end up sweating it, then you get a beaten just like an egg, it's so hard to run when you got a broken leg, but we can never run off, the house of pain will come off, we got the cake that you're trying to get a crumb off, the Irish style, the Celtic jazz, no one has it, just us that's it, if you try to take it, I got a big shillelagh, I don't have dreads cause I shake my head daily, you call me a skinhead, I call you a pinhead, yo where you been man, just like the tin man,
comes the gaper all right um the gaper oh come, no here comes break up break up here comes the gaper listen i love the butch vig mix that is the shit i i've, I've talked about this off air i think i mentioned on the metal hammer of doom extra when th- this is they when i've seen house of pain play live they play the butch vig mix and i'll tell you i have been in some violent pits in my time like i have been to many a slayer show and I have been to ministry and napalm death. And I have seen people get their clothing torn, get punched in the face. I've seen people lose teeth. Uh, you ain't seen shit. You've seen, like, football-playing white boys with their white hats turned backwards and say cocks on it. Um, going nuts to shamrocks and shenanigans, the Butch Vig Rock remix. Holy cow. But I have to oh, say... Boy. Even without that, that's still a that's still a pretty amazing I amazing song. Just even without the uh, the rock remix, um, top of the morning to you. I love that like harmonica sound that they've got going on. It kind of if, t- take a drink, everybody. It kind of reminds me of some of the versions of Down in a Hole from The Wire that played throughout five seasons. And you know, again, <laughs> House of the Rising Sun just has such a fun beat to it. I'll tell you, every all three of these songs. Like are just great, and every single one of them made me want to like get up and dance and like flip around my living room. It's so good, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, man, I hear you. Top of the morning to you of the three uh, is probably my favorite. I have a lot of fun listening to that one. Uh, This is uh, listen, prime '90s hip hop slash rap. Mm -hmm. Take a shot for every pop culture reference you get. Okay. At one Star point, Star Wars references too. <laughs> at one point, 
dude references give me a break and Nell Carter in the same verse. Okay? <laughs> there is some serious like this is just 90s hip hop all over. And let me just say that Sun Doobie from Funk Doobie is showing up on this album is probably the reason why I bought Which Doobie UB, which came out the following year from Funk Dubious. Now, do you know much about Funk Dubious, Mark Radulich? Are you asking me, Mark Radulich, what I know about Funk Dubious? They're the band that raps backwards, man. Uh, are you thinking of Fushnickens? Maybe. Damn. Yeah, I think you are. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. You can turn your white yeah, car on How the, dare and, you and, and, ask Mark Radulich about this b- b- band that it's not that it's one. Not that band. Uh, all right, so maybe I can, maybe I confused Fushnickers with Funk Dubious. That's all right. That's okay. Well, but Funk common Dubious. common mistake. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Trust Coop, he knows. Okay, yeah, sure. oh, yeah, yeah. I, the authority on hip hop. I don't hip-hop. know my from my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from the streets of Harlem, persnickety. <laughs> We're really upset. We're quite persnickety. <laughs> Turn uh, that music no one down. Get off my girl lawn. And we give her big dickety. <laughs> Wait, can I? Let me yeah. say one thing. And I want. I want to get. I'm going to go back to you in just a sec, Jesse. But I got to get Robert's opinion on this. The thing I love about rap most of all, Robert Cooper. I want you to listen to me. Come sit on my lap. I want to tell you a story. Okay. Oh God, sir, uh, sir. The, uh, all right, get get me off the casting couch now. <laughs> Come here. Let me explain why rap is amazing. Because you're sitting there and you're rhyming, you're styling, right? You're just you're hitting that beat. You you know you're making all the girls cream with your cool rhymes, and then you run out of stuff that rhymes. You can just make up a word. Did you know that? Did you hear him? He was like he was going and going, and it was like the same rhyme, this you know, one word after another, and then he got to the end, and he was like, "Suck my dillsnick." Like, wait, what? Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's not a word. There was a certain amount of swagger that you need to have to really pull that off. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do that shit with authority. You have to convince people listening to it that that might actually be English. Yeah. uh... Yeah, like the authority had a coworker today. Look at the other one. Like, oh yeah, did you see so and so got a got shaved their head again? Yeah, wow. Yeah, they actually did that lobotomy and moved half his brain. And she's like, what? Really? <laughs> you have to have that exact level of confidence in your bullshittery. <laughs> Absolutely. You got if listen. The the trick with getting people to listen to you is you have to sound like you know what you're talking about, even if everything you said is wrong. You will convince people you're right. That that is how you run a podcast in 2022 and or a news station, <laughs> right? Right. Well, okay, yeah. The Dillsnake, according to uh, Urban Dictionary, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Star, Jesse Star, the the authority on lingo. Uh, if there's says, a man that knows something about Dillsnick, it's him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Please, can you explain in vascular detail your Dillsnick, sir? Uh, oh well, sir. I mean, as if you could not figure out what the it, context clues are key here. Uh, <laughs> a a dillsnick is indeed a word that describes a man's unusually large <laughs> penis. Oh, when you walk into a room, does a girl kind of look you up and down and go, "Whose horse is that?" I, uh, <laughs> I stole that from TikTok. Ask your wife. Oh, about it, nice. Ask hey, your wife about good. it. And just walk into the room and just look her up and then goes, whose horse is that? See if she gets it. 
See, okay. my, my unfortunate problem is every time I unzip my pants, I have to pay uh, for somebody to remodel my floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to show you something I'm very proud of, but you're going to have to move back. Um, <laughs> you're like, hold on, hold on. What was that? <laughs> okay. I used so, to do that to my assistant, my managers above me. I'd be like, hey, man, I saw you in the office store manager. Really? Uh, he's like, yeah, man, it was rough. I was like, yeah, all of a sudden I just hear zip. And, you know, her dick hit you in the forehead. I'm sorry. That is not right. Oh, yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> I was very popular with the kids. Um, did not you right. want to force your Dilsnick on us anymore, Jesse, or are you ready to put your Dilsnick away? Sun Doobie of Funk Doobie <laughs> 10 minutes ago shows up on this album, and it caused, you know, like I said, it led me to by the witch doobie ubi so i just learned uh, you know hey we're here to learn things there's apparently a uh, the funk dubious house of pain and cypress hill ha- had a click that was called soul assassins let's make yes. sure that, that was right i remember the soul assassins like, vaguely so, i also i also thought funk dubious wrapped backwards so my memory's not great <laughs> It's okay, Mark. It is all right. Yeah, so they called themselves the Soul Assassins Click. Uh, and uh, Sun, obviously, the house and Sun are a combination of the two rappers that are kind of coming on here the House of Pain um, and uh, Sun, Sun Doobie from Funk Doobiest. Um, oh, man, I'll, I will tell you that if you like 90s pop culture references, Funk Doobiest is not going to let you down either. <laughs> There's plenty of that on that album, a lot of it. All right, let's. You're gonna tell me it's crunk dubious? Oh my god! <laughs> um, I'm gonna let Robert Cooper have kind of the last word on top of the morning to you. Uh, House in the Rising Sun, Shamrocks and Shenanigans. Uh, before we uh, talk more about just how you can invent words and what what app is out there to help you invent words to finish your rhyme scheme. But first, Robert Cooper, your thoughts on these three songs? You know, I would actually, uh, I'll save that for a minute because I, I have a very interesting uh, way I can take that, uh, you know, that, that awesome knowledge that you're going to drop on our uh, listening base. But yeah, I, it's one of those, I dug these, I dug these songs. Uh, I'll be honest. The, the thing actually that when I think about that, the, that surprised me. And now that I know both guys are from Brooklyn, like this sounds much more to me like a East coast nineties album than a West coast nineties album. Like, when you were, like, from L.A., I'm like, that's why I was like, no way. These guys, like, they have to be from fucking like New the, York or Boston. The, yeah, they the have band to formed Irish. in L.A., but they're from New York. Right. Okay, so that that is one of those, that is a very important distinction. Because, like, I was like, nah, are these guys, these guys seem, seem way too real to be faking it. Don't tell me I got some Milli Vanilli shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I, I agree with you. There's a very, very east coast flavor to this album so Folk yeah show. it's yeah which i mean i i really enjoy like i like i actually am really fond of east the east coast hip east coast hip-hop stylings i'll admit mm-hmm. that like rap is not quite my thing uh beyond like the occasional 2000s jam because mm-hmm. i listen to nothing but pop music until i find found heavy metal it makes us makes sense like any pop song from like 2005 2000 to 2005 i got you Nick Cannon's Gigolo, I could recite that shit. Mm. <laughs> well, Jesse, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you're 
trying to complete your rhyme scheme and you've run out of words, you might actually be able to consult Grammarly for a uh, made-up word. Like oh, Dilsnick. really? Like Dilsnick. I think See, there'd be a red, the little, a red line I think Dilsnick. <laughs> that word is going to be so high-end, people are going to think it's made up. Well, for you listeners of the Metal Hammer of Doom podcast, Grammarly is offering a free download of the Grammarly software. Grammarly's AI-powered help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash w M network to download Grammarly for free and get off my dill snick, Jesse Starcher. Get off my dill snick. I was not on it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, it was Robert that was sitting on your lap last time, so <laughs> me. It's a lot of laps sitting on this podcast, I gotta be honest with you. All right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next three songs here on our review of these fine malt lyrics. This is the House of Pain anthem. Oh, Danny boy, Danny boy, and guess who's back, baby? Just 
Shit, guess who's back? Um, so that was almost like an interstitial with those last, like, with this. Besides, guess, guess who's back is like an actual song, but the House of Pain anthem and Danny Boy, they're like kind of like almost interstitials, but they're still songs, so I played them. But this is one of those deals where there's like 27,000 tracks on this album, Jesse, but like some of them are less than two minutes. Like, we're really stretching the definition of song here. Guess who's back is fucking strong, dude. One of the things. Yeah. So my son pointed this out, and I never thought about it before. But my eight, my almost eight year old son was just like, I like the Irish sound of the beats, and okay. it kind of does have like a poppy Irish Gaelic sound to it. Like you really, right. you know, it, it's some of them. Like guess who's back? I think is the one that that really clues me into that. But the some like top of the morning to you. Like there's definitely kind of a folkish quality, and it's 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 very layered. So there's a lot going on with each song, where there's different layers to the beats and different uh, sounds, uh, different genres. They're sort of melding together to produce uh, the kind of music that makes you want to throw your toilet at someone's face. <laughs> uh, so Pre or post over. use. <laughs> it Ooh. doesn't matter. When, when you're so hyped, you got to rip your toilet out from the bathroom and chuck it across the room like you're listening to Limp Biscuit. It really doesn't matter if it's got the poo in it. <laughs> Not just any poo. The, the poo. The and poo. I don't mean Willie the poo. Willie? Oh, Willie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's from, it's a fucking flub from uh, Family Feud. He's like, name a famous Willie. And the guy's like, Willie, Willie the poo. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Uh, that's funny. Like, I love, there's like a few compilations of that shit, and it tickles the fuck out of me. It's <laughs> great. Like, that's... name a fork, name a type of pork. You pine. <laughs> okay. You well, mind. speaking of tickling me, go ahead, Jesse. Well, uh, <laughs> really, so, of all the gay references I make to Jesse, I'm practically trying to pick him up on every show. That's the one that got you. Well, I mean, you've already had me on your lap. Um, you've already told him to get on your lap, and now you're going to tickle him. Now, nah, yeah, he's wanting me to tickle him. Yesterday, I whispered in his ear, "I'm not one of you nerds." But I was really up close in his ear when I did it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. to be fair, you're doing a podcast at uh, on hip hop music that's 30 years old. For, uh, <laughs> you're a nerd. No, I I'm not one of you people. Okay, I'm, I'm right, cool at almost yes. 50 years old. <laughs> yes. What is the name of this podcasting uh, network again? <laughs> Call I don't out. think it's the Winfrey and Broadcasting Network. <laughs> Are you saying naming a podcast after your own self is not cool, Robert Cooper? No, I'm just saying that if you're not one of your uh, one of a uh, nerd like us, then why is your name on the building? Listen, right, the Rattlers and Broadcasting Network podcast is the height of cool. It's you nerds it? have you nerds have brought it down. Is what happened? Oh, oh yes, okay. You nerds, Did you know that Dark Thrones are blazing the northern sky. <laughs> Out in 1992. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. Jesse's trying, wow. trying to put on these shit kickers and kick some shit here. So kick some shit. Oh, not, not until, I, yeah, not until uh, in the next round of three. Well, but, well I mean, 
I mean, here Mark's talking about taking the toilet off the off the bolts <laughs> and kicking some shit. So were I mean, you, at least the two were you not on the Limp Bizkit review where I coined that phrase? This is toilet throwing music, which we got a co- which we got a comment on on YouTube where they were like, "I can curse, good sir." Oh really? Oh, all right. Very. Oh good. yeah. Very Hell yeah. That's good. It's good that we got that interaction. Hashtag algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> I sent a uh, hey, real quick. I'm sorry. Before you continue, real quick, I sent a friend of mine the uh, the video. I was like, "Hey, if you want to giggle, because uh, we're like we're, we've friends online, but we haven't like met in real life." And I, so I sent her the video of um, uh, of us doing the reaction. And for her first words out of her mouth were, "Got them dance moves, eh?" <laughs> like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> ah, yes, indeed. Shaking it. She also came to the Man. same conclusion that we did, that, like, wow, for some L.A. guys, they sound like New Yorkers. And I was like, well, we're, we're about to give you some edumacation on that. But mm. uh, she won't hear it until for two weeks now. Anyway, if she hears it at all. Back to you, Jesse. For the, the, all right, everyone shut the fuck up. Let Jesse talk. Shut up already. Well, Let him get away in edgewise. Listen, you know, <laughs> all I bring to this podcast is just, you know, information that I'm reading off the Internet. Knowledge. And here you go. You bring the Genius. knowledge. Uh, yeah, that's right. Genius.com. So I hop on the, the House of Pain, Fine Malt Lyrics, Lyrics. Don't try to look that up. Just type in a song for, <laughs> because it's not going to give you what you want. But I will tell you that. <laughs> that's a penis. <laughs> I've, I've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Hornswoggled even. <laughs> Hornswoggled even. Um. So how, the House of Pain anthem and apparently includes a sample from Too Many Daves by Dr. Seuss. Too Many so, Daves. Too Many Daves. I don't I, – and, and what's funny is it's by Dr. Seuss, 1964. Uh, you can check out all the samples or at least a good bit of them as they are listed on Genius.com. Uh, so guess who's back is – okay. That is – aside from Hot Fire, Lava, Jump Around – Guess Who's Back is my favorite track off this album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it is probably one of my favorites. I have said over and over to my wife at various points through... So this album drops eight days after we start dating. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. So I have said to her in the span of nearly 30 years at that point, I've got the skills to pay the bills and don't pop pills at least a million times. <laughs> That is like the thing that stuck with me from this album for years and years and years. And and what's great about this show is that we get the chance sometimes to kind of revisit some of this old stuff that we used to listen to. And listening to House of Pain's Fine Malt lyrics, I seriously don't think I've listened to this album since I had a fucking tape deck. That's how long it's been. I own this on cassette tape. I've never listened to the album since I got rid of my cassette tape deck in my car and went to a CD and probably even possibly before then. Uh, And now I finally revisited it. And I've always wondered where, like, I kind of knew it was uh, Everlast that said it. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was House of Pain, but I could never remember the song. I would have never knew where it came from, like off the album, until finally going back and listening to "Guess Who's Back, Baby." Uh, so, anyway, uh, it holds a special, special spot in the old Starcher heart. Yes, indeedy. 
All right, who's ready to move on? Listen to some more music here. Bring it. Aye. All right, here we go. It is time. We've said it like a hundred million times already, but now it counts. Put on your shit kickers and kick some shit. Come and get some of this. And life goes on. Goes on, Jesse Starcher. Before we continue with the show, 
I know everyone's been enjoying the House of Pain as much as we are, but maybe, just maybe, you might want to find some more House of Pain. Maybe you want to hear Same As It Ever Was. Um, you want to hear, maybe you want to hear some House of Pain and Helmet, right? From the Judgment Night soundtrack, but you don't want to spend any money. Do you want to spend money, Jesse? Not, no, I'm cheap. Right. You just like to fondle. I thought people. you were Jesse. <laughs> you, just one joke at a time. You just like to wander the neighborhood fondling junk. You don't want to spend any money. I understand what you're what you're all about, Jesse. <laughs> That's right, damn it. That's right. He likes to go to the auction and buy himself some used goods with uh with all his money. But you know, he's not one to be up there trying to spend money on the House of Pain discography, right? So what better way, Robert Cooper? to experience all the greatness that is House of Pain without spending a dime than taking advantage of our 30-day offer. You know the deal, Robert Cooper. Boy, howdy do I, whether it be the House of Pain or the porn spoof, the House of Poon. <laughs> it's all You can there. listen to any of it on Amazon Music Unlimited uh, for 30 days free of charge. Whether you want to hear that one song that I know that Carlos Santana did with Everlast... <laughs> Or if you want to hear Dark Thrones ablaze in the northern sky. <laughs> Robert was like, can we please do another metal album, please? Um, so, yes, for a free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited, head to getamazonmusic.com slash W2M Network. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash W2M Network. Click the link in the description of this podcast. Fill out the information, agree to the 30 days, and you can listen to all the Dark Throne you can listen to all the Dark Empire. You can listen to all the Dark Reddit. All of it. It's all the there Dark for Tranquility. you. Dark Tranquility. Dark Tranquility. That's right. Nice. Um, and you can listen to the uh, soundtrack for the unfortunate film that Johnny Depp starred in, which was a remake of the soap opera Dark Shadows. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Um, you know what you can do? You can go back to the year 1992 and 1991 and listen to all the great number one albums of that year that we were talking about at the top of this podcast. What a year. What a handful of years in music, ladies and gentlemen. And it's all there for you to listen for free. If you click, if you click our link at getamazonmusic.com slash W2M Network. Jesse Starcher, I have to ask because I ask on every podcast. But what does the angry metal guy think of all this? Oh, what the fuck? I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, I do not believe the angry metal guy is taking a look at fine malt lyrics, you know, 30 years after it dropped. True travesty but, of our time. <laughs> right, right. I will tell you, however. We've got some. We do have some reviews here uh, that I was able to find, and I'll give you some numbers, and maybe we'll take a look, see what some final thoughts are for some people uh, when they uh, did the review. But we're looking at RateYourMusic.com. Okay, we mm -hmm. got 786 ratings out of five. This album scores a 3.25, uh, and then we have Sputnik Music. Uh, again, it's another score aggregate. Uh, they have it listed as well. The user ratings have it listed as 3.9 out of five. An excellent album, as they say. And then this is from Rap Maniacs. That's with a Z. dot com. They also voted a 3.5 out of five. So there is, you know, there's a lot to be said. I think that clearly Jump Around is the 
you know, that's the standout song. So anybody who grabs the rest of the album, it's going to be kind of a toss up as to whether they like the signature sound of House of Pain. They may have liked Jump Around, but does that fire, you know, continue for people throughout the album? Sounds like uh, some people drop off after a little bit every once in a while. Um, so Boom Bap, I will tell you this, but we'll, we'll just read this here right here. BoombapReviews.blogspot.com. All right. Worth it. That's the question. If you hate fun and good times, then stay away from this album. <laughs> if you like Jump Around, then get this album ASAP, because I know a shit ton of people whose exposure to House of Pain is exclusively limited to Jump Around. Yes, I'm talking about you. So, um, I wanted to kind of touch on something, because I know we're getting ready to close up with the rest of these songs here pretty soon. How many more songs do we have? Like five? We have three, sir. Three. Okay, so we're about ready to close things up. Um, yeah, I forgot we got like this is padded out with like three remixes, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I cut the remix. Look, we've already talked about the Butch Vig mix. How many more times I'm going to play it? And I don't need to hear a remix right. of Jump Around. Right. And all my all my love is going to be. I don't know if we're going to have much to say about that one. But anyway, um, you know, your daughter has a good point, Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. She, Oh, when you dive lyrically into some of these songs, I, I even Robert Cooper was listening to what we just played, and I heard him guffaw at some of the things that were said at one point. <laughs> I uh, did guffaw. Me, you did guffaw, sir. I'm trying to find the specific uh, what we listened to. I think it was right it, there it at was the beginning. The... It was uh, it was the one about uh, wasn't it about your hose talking or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, everybody in the place give full respect if your girl's in the house. Keep the hoe in check. Which I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. listen, well, as I kept about men, that as kept men, Jesse Starcher and I know, and Robert Cooper, you will figure this out too. Tell Natalia I said hi, that you must keep your hoes in check. <laughs> Som oh, oh. Sometimes you got to spank them right in the vagina. Jesse knows what I'm talking oh. about. Oh, well, you no. know. <laughs> the old cooter pooter. <laughs> just got to give them a whack. Let them know. Let, it, let them know when they did wrong. It is so funny that you say this because you know the whole keep your <laughs> the whole keep your hoe in check thing yeah. was that I mean that's kind of the vernacular for hip hop at this point in time all sure. right because you, you you're going to hear that it's like on, the don't tread on me of that generation sure sure that's <laughs> something that's going to be said you're going to find that across quite a few quite a few rap albums but sure. i will say that there are a few things that house of pain approach on this album that definitely would not fly <laughs> I, I should say definitely would not go over so well uh, in today's are you climate. trying to say that this is not a woke album there is a lyric and i'm trying to find it where he's i think it had to do had to do with some uh didn't it use the the word that rhymes with uh I don't know what rhymes a faggot. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> I uh, okay. I kicked the willy drag, and, and again, I'm just reading straight from the lyrics off Genius.com. You're okay. I kicked the willy drag. Thank you very much. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I kicked the willy drag. Let my pants sag. Don't give up the booty, cause I ain't no fag. Oh. There's all. There is also. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Robert yeah. was like, that's <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I got the wrong saying of it. Now <laughs> I look like a jackass. No, I don't. No, see, that's the thing. I don't think that's what you were quoting. 
this was off. Uh, this was later in a, uh, one of the songs we ain't even play or like we haven't even like jumped all the way down into that. We didn't play that much of that song because there are other references using that word and versions of that word. There's okay. also a point where um, he was he talks about like how a bunch of his homies would swear that if the girl says that she's pregnant, like a bunch of his homies would say that he wasn't the one that did it. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know if that's the truth or if he's just saying, hey, yeah, I could get you pregnant and nobody's <laughs> nobody's going to know. Um, there is a point where he says, like, I'll, I, it, it basically sounds like he's going to grab a girl's cooch. Oh, he's going to grab him by the uh, pussy? Like our president? He says, yeah, you know, that president. man might be able to get elected at this yeah. rate. Listen, I, I think if we can teach our sons one thing, it's that if you grab a girl by the pussy, you too can be president. Yeah, and that is that is actually what we should all aspire. We should teach all <laughs> men and women to aspire to be. To grab to, to grab each other by the pussy? Yeah. Okay. I mean, doesn't uh, matter what you name it. If it's Fluffy, if it's Dave, you just got to pick it up. When Jesse went into this podcast tonight, he was like, I just hope Mark doesn't talk about banging his wife and Robert Cooper talks about pooping everywhere. And Jesse's like, I think I would have preferred that now. <laughs> What has How many times do we get to talk about Dave the Dude? <laughs> it's true. Oh, we, on, which Jesse. I found out that uh, my best friend Nick, who one day will be on this podcast. That's a bingo! Uh, yeah, uh, so his cat is named Cooper. They got His name was Cooper when they got him. Mm -hmm. uh, and apparently in his girlfriend's phone, I'm Coop the Human. Nice. <laughs> Coop the Human. <laughs> you just snorted, Jesse. Uh, I want you to know that. I'm going to call you out on it. No, don't be snorting on me, or don't be saying I'm snorting. Um, there is one other thing that I wanted to talk about here, about how he mentions, like, he would feel bad about getting a woman pregnant because he doesn't want to kill an unborn child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's in this album. Well, it's because so, he's Catholic. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> What's going on here, man? Uh, it's just very, very taboo. Uh, in some spots so if you are if you like 90s hip-hop you better be ready to take all that it is going to give you but i will say that house of pain when you compare it to some of the other albums that were coming out at this point in time uh they're very brash with some of the language and uh, <laughs> definitely i mean let's say some of the language you know what i mean they're no, very no, no. like i just i just totally came up with a really sick rap to talk about this i'm uh, very proud of myself right now oh oh boy yeah he, he's uh He's born with the girth, and he's uh, you know he's got the gift of the length, got the torsion, the hips. Uh, ah, shit, that rap stinks. Uh, I was trying Robert to Cooper, say that, I was trying to say he's got the hips that bring all the torsion. His dick's so big, he give your girl an abortion. You know. Uh, oh, oh, oh. There's this uh, band called Butt Trumpet. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like I should be their lead vocalist. <laughs> so at one of the one of the songs at the end, they just sort of drones on, and the guys like kind of doing spoken word, and he talks about like being uh, like three or four inches, and he takes a beat, and he's like wide, and that always cracks me up. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Beer Can from um, Orange Is the New Black. You know what I'm talking about, Jesse? Beer from Orange. Uh, no, I've not watched that show. My no. wife watched every single episode. I have not. Okay, when you get off this podcast and I ask her about Beer Can, and then let her ask you why the hell are you bringing this up on what's supposed to be a music podcast. Uh, <laughs> you know, it reminds me of a story one of my managers told me that uh, his football coach in college, he's like, yeah, 
you know, I tell you, son, it's uh, three inches long, but it's four inches wide. Ain't going to hit the back, but it'll bust the side just like a beanie weenie can. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Sometimes it's not about getting to the end of the tunnel, but scraping the sides. Just I saying. mean, pretty much. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly how it should be. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Are you properly embarrassed? Have we hit the quota of embarrassing Jesse and so we can move on yeah, with this podcast? I, yeah, I have officially like left my house. <laughs> I, I don't know why my headset is still on my head right now. I have tried to run as far away as I can from this Jesse's godforsaken. Just, <laughs> Jesse's staring into the stars. <laughs> Asking uh, why. God, like, why? when will my sentence end? Unfortunately for you, sir, there is no Raquel Welch poster to save you today. Ah, damn it. All right. Well, folks, we've had fun, but it's time It's time to move this to a close. Do we have any other reviews before we move on? No, that's it. We're, we're, we're ready to go, man. All right. All right, then here we go. The last three songs of the night on our St. Patrick's Day special 2022 House of Pain Fine Malt Lyrics. One for the road. Feel it in all my love. Rise to the top, fuck a punk cop I'm always hip-hop, only a pimple goes pop 
so you better quit it. I came to rip shit, blasting with the soul assassins, asking the question, teaching the lesson, bringing the West Coast back to the East Coast, where it all started. What are you retarded? You're starting a trip on that Jerry Curl trip. Jesse Starcher, he gets all my love. Robert Cooper, he gets all my love. Ronnie Adams from the Screaming Boy podcast, he gets all my love. Jason Teasley, the protocol son, he gets all my love. Pat Mullen, the punchy pugilist, um, the punchy pugilist, rather, he gets all my love. Andrew Graham, my favorite Canadian, he gets all my love. David Wright, uh, also my other favorite Canadian, he gets all my love. (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh shit! I have another kid. <laughs> Evan Bevins, he gets all my love. They all, all get Robert Winfrey. He gets the most love, except for Jesse Starcher. He gets all my love. Oh, keep that love in your pants, Mark Radlich. <laughs> right next to my dust, Nick. <laughs> I love this album. I had so much fun tonight. Like sometimes, like it comes. Like, I feel like we're just like clocking in. Like all right. We listen to this album. It's all right. Plugs. Right. You know, it, it, right. I have a good time talking to you guys, so, like, I get through it. But sometimes some of these albums, it's like, hmm, this just feels like, this just feels like content. I legitimately had a ball tonight. And that is at least 50% because I love talking to you guys and we have so much fun. But the other 50% for sure, for Shizzle, my Rizzle, mm. is how great this album is. And it just brings me back. You know, like if you're not into rap, if you if you're not um, into this kind of music, no, you're gonna have a hard time with this. It's not gonna appeal to you. But I mean, it's iconic. It's part of the fabric of American culture now. I think it'll continue to be jump around. Will be continue to be played for years to come because it it, it never loses its resonance with the masses. And I I just had a ball. I I love almost every single song on here. And even if I don't totally love it, I like it a lot. So, uh, Jesse, I'm going to pass it over to you for your final words, but we need to do this a little bit more often. We need to maybe take a break from doing new albums and occasionally just pluck, pluck a good, you know. I mean, I, I, you, I, I can't do it for the Unspoken Decade because they won't let me, but maybe we just need to do it here. Maybe we just need to take a night off every once in a while and be like, let's just listen to the best era of music ever, the early 90s. You know what I mean, Jesse? Uh, the Unspoken Decade, the place for 90s comics, does not... 
actually <laughs> hang on you're you're picking at me but that's the first time i said they're not nazis okay i was trying to be nice because you scolded me for irritating your friends oh i love how it goes from like a level one to a level 10 with you scolded you <laughs> I said, mark let's think about this let's let let's logically think about this it's a I believe 90s your exact, comics website <laughs> i believe your exact quote was let's not agitate all my friends and i went right, right. and so all right to scolded <laughs> all right okay so house of pains fine malt lyrics is a nostalgic hit for me right now mm. it what back in the day we didn't have the money to spend we definitely didn't have amazon music no no we, we didn't. couldn't just we could not just go and listen to any album we wanted to at a whim and get that exposure, if you will, to a lot of the great uh, content that was out there. Instead, all you really had to kind of base your uh, likes when it comes to music on was radio play and maybe some MTV. That was the generation that I grew up in. I was able to listen to the radio, listen to MTV, Yo! MTV raps, and have some buddies at school. I had... I've mentioned a guy on school uh, or a guy that I went to school with on this podcast before where he would come over and he would have this just massive uh, carrying case full of just audio cassette tapes. And he would pop that thing open. And I mean, it would have some of the most obscure, what I thought was obscure rap uh, albums, public enemy lynch mob the lynch mob stuff like that that i'd never heard of before and some of that stuff never really got played a whole lot on mt on mtv and um anyway when house of pain hits that's you know that's something that i was able to actually get my ears on at a young age latch on to it enjoyed it everybody heard it um and was i was able to get the album so listening to the album over and over and over for man this thing was probably in rotation in my mom's car because i certainly wasn't driving at this point this was in my mom's car whenever we were going somewhere i was like hey, can we listen to some house of pain or i was at at my house throwing it in my big boom box in the in my bedroom <laughs> listening to it or my yellow sony sports walkman you remember those yes. um, i throw it in that listen to that on the way to and from school on the bus ride home on the bus ride there uh so it it hits that nostalgic like spot for me because it was so listened to back in the day jump around is phenomenal uh, you know i'm not going to go on and on about it because we already have it is something that is just completely ascended uh to like any 90s playlist if you go over to amazon music and you find a a, a 90s playlist especially something 90s pop this is probably on there uh, jump around is probably on that pot uh, on that playlist so um yeah i mean i had a good time it was a great throwback great you know great fun time reminiscing and listening to an album i hadn't listened to like i said since my fucking tape player so this is a good time robert cooper tell us all about it buddy yeah uh i specifically remember the early 90s jamming out to this track all the time in the NICU. 
<laughs> oh, I would have loved if that's the hospital that you were born in. Like they piped that into the fucking like, doctor's room deli- where all the little Do- babies are. Doctors delivering babies, just going, "Yo, I got this baby. It's time to drop bombs on your moms." <laughs> Came to drop bombs. You know, it's funny though is that my mom actually told me that to calm me down, they would put turn VH1 on. So okay. I doubt nice. House of Pain was on there, but you never know. Definitely, uh, definitely listen to enough Phil Collins, though. That's for sure. Love mm. me some Phil Always fond of some Phil Collins. Even, uh, you know, especially on the metal podcast. Right there. Dark Throne and Phil Collins. They need to actually have a, uh, need to have a duet, just like Tony Bennett and Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I forgot about that one, didn't you? Yeah. That's right. We're going to cover Fly Me to the Moon while she's just sitting there screaming the entire way. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I mean, this, so, I mean, this album for me, uh, I mean, it was, it, it is definitely emblematic of the time. I found some of the wordplay very nice. Some of it did not age well, but that's okay. I didn't expect it to. Uh, I did really enjoy the time, enjoyed uh, hanging out with you fellas. I can't really give an honest score, though, because to be honest, I'm not really an overall music reviewer. I'm a metal. I really see myself as more of a metal reviewer. And, uh, you know, this this still wasn't quite to my taste, even if I did enjoy listening to it. I I just don't feel like my opinion would be informed enough to not give it an accidental two out of ten when I meant to say two out of five. So, uh, Is uh, Natalia around tonight? She is not. She's sitting at her house. So uh, I am just hanging out with uh, Sir Dave. Dave. And some weep. I did. He just rolled over and he's trying to bite me because I'm trying to rub his belly. Because, you know, you don't do that with cats. Cats hate stop that torturing. usually. Yeah, stop torturing that cat. Yeah. He's like a good kitty, though. Aren't you, Dave? Would you, what'd she say when you were saying, hey, I got to do my metal podcast tonight? We're doing House of Pain. She was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot it's not coming out tomorrow. So I have to let her know that it is not coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Because she listens to this on her way to work on Thursday mornings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell her this is, it's all Batman this week. Yeah, it's all Batman, which, you know, we really are missing an opportunity to review the 1995 Batman Forever soundtrack featuring Seals, Kiss, and Rose. Mm. You know what I would have done before that? I would have done the Batman 89 soundtrack with Prince. That's fair. That's fair. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That'll get you demonetized real quick. In a fucking hurry, dude. (laughs) Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, it would be rough. Right quick in a hurry. Flavor vision ain't blurry, baby. Um, (laughs) Speaking of which, we're we're amassing quite the collection of rap albums on the Metal Hammer of Doom. We did, uh, I think the very first one we ever did. No, the very first one we ever did was Body Count. And we've done, like, rap metal albums. You know, we've done, like, Power Flow uh, obviously, we've done a couple Limp Bizkit albums, but like as far as like just straight up rap albums, we've done the Wu Tang Clan Enter the Wu Tang, the Thirty Six Chambers Enter the Wu Tang, or whichever order it goes in. We did the new Public Enemy album from a year or two ago. When the shit goes down, oh, that's better, right. When the grid goes down, you better be ready. <laughs> when the grid, go, when the grid goes down, down, you better be ready. Don't forget about uh oh, Prophets of Rage. Yeah, which was the Rage they Against the Machine. They fly over, they fly over. They fly over, they fly over. I'll listen to that album any day. Hell from yeah. front to back, such a good album. Yeah, we're going to listen to that on the way to the Rage Against the Machine concert when I come to Ohio. Uh, fucking damn well better be. Because I sure as shit ain't going to get any fucking pierogies. I'm going to get a ham sandwich. I, they, 
they do not serve pierogies at Wendy's. So I'm just <laughs> letting you know. Let's get oh, me they a don't. What about ramen? I don't <laughs> think that either. So anyway, uh, um, but yeah, I can't. I, we've got we've got a little you know nice little collection of rap albums going here. You know, we'll have to come, we'll have to revisit this. This is fun. I can't post this in like my metal Facebook groups that I'm in though because they'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" So. Yeah. But uh, it was, this was a hot time in the old town tonight, and I'm glad we did it. And I think this is a proper way to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Don't you agree, Jesse? Oh, my goodness. I got a little Irish in me. Let me get that out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's All his right. name? <laughs> Damn it, he beat me to it. All right. Uh, so tomorrow, speaking of St. Patrick's Day, it'll be St. Patrick's Day proper. And uh, myself and Jason Teasley are going to rev- be reviewing Leprechaun with Jennifer Aniston, her finest work to date, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> so this whole week, um, I'm actually on vacation as these shows are appearing. But uh, we started off, we kicked off my vacation week with a re-airing of The Hunger Games, parts one and two. And then I dug back in the Wayback Machine. How far back, Jesse? Way, way back. Way, way back. Um, myself and my best friend Tom, uh, we had a debate over which is better, Revenge of the Sith or Return of the Jedi, that Sean Comer moderated in the early, 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 early days of the long road to ruin. Hey, do you remember when we dedicated an entire month to Alan Moore and uh, might I also add Fork Firestorm? <laughs> v for Vendetta. Yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> continues to be <laughs> one fucking big fucking rattlish meme right there. Well, it just so happens that we are, I believe it's the anniversary of when the first V for Vendetta aired, something along, along those lines. I was trying to find something to put for this week. I'm like, oh, I think V for Vendetta came out around then. So, uh, so the Alan Moore month now rechristened as a comic strip for V for Vendetta um, aired yesterday, as a matter of fact, uh, March 15th. And then Friday is our damn you Hollywood review from a few years back of London has fallen. And yeah. Saturday we have a re-airing of Voltron uh defend uh, something defender season 2 from Netflix. Defenders of the Universe. That's the one. Um allegedly if if it's available on a pay-per-view here in America, myself and Stuart Lang will be doing an alternative commentary for Thor versus Eddie the heaviest boxing match in the history of boxing oh are you shitting me i am oh not my god sir. My, no my stepdad has been fucking talking about this boxing match for two fucking years yes <laughs> sir <laughs> it's been oh my a couple so of times. is that saturday yeah saturday the 19th march 19th oh, and i okay. will i gotta I, find a way to for him to watch it so he can talk about it more it'll probably be on fight if you know all things being equal or maybe it'll get carried on espn who knows but um yeah they're doing it in dubai so it'll be like in the middle of the day. Uh, I can't wait for the Stuart Lang. I, I was talking to Stuart Lang about it. And he's like, yeah, we got to cover that. And I'm like, yeah, we do. Hot damn. Um, like, you know. Is that going to be like bump? Is it going to be almost like bum fights? Because, I mean, they're <laughs> athletes, but also they are. Have you ever seen Dave Batista's fucking MMA fight that he did in Rhode Island at the Dunkin' Donuts I never arena? did. Oh, my God. Check that out. It'll probably be like that. Um, do you think it'll be like that time Marius Pujanowski knocked out Tim Sylvia? I hope. Um, all right. And then in the evening, some serious boxing. I believe it'll be myself and Dan Lasby doing Edward Belanga versus Steve Rolls on ESPN. And then Sunday, uh, it'll be another Indie Siders TV party. 
Uh, Big Sexy, Harry Broadhurst, and myself, the Heartbreak Kid, Mark Radledge, will be reviewing Terminus 2 and Prestige in West Coast Pro Wrestling, Savage Point, featuring Malachi Black, currently wrestling for AEW. All right, that's all the plugs for me. The next Metal Hammer of Doom will be Sabaton, the war against the war to end all wars. And uh, Robert Winfrey will be joining us. Plus, in the lead up to WrestleMania on March 30th, be a man, Jesse Starcher. Be a man. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. The Randy Savage rap album. Be a man, Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Dig it. Cream in a crop. crop. I think I just shit my pants. All right. um... (laughs) Wait a minute. So you're telling me that was the cream of the crap? (laughs) Oh, no. It was the crap of the bunch. All right. When we start doing poop jokes, it's time to call an end to this podcast. So thank you for joining us here on St. Patrick's Day. Have a Guinness on me. For Jesse Starcher, Robert Cooper, I'm Mark Radledge. Be well, be safe, and behave. (laughs) 